I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe some of what I'm saying will echo through. Hey, welcome back to Trust God Bro, episode 20. Man, I can't believe we made it this far. Um, if you were an Adventures and Odyssey character, what character would you be? <laughs> I mean, I love that that intro, and it's from Adventures and Odyssey. And if you grew up in a Christian household, you probably are familiar with that. And so maybe we'll do a different intro with different Adventures and Odyssey stuff. But um, anyways, today we have a special episode. And every once in a while, I get asked, like, hey, what are some like sermon recommendations do you have, Dayton? Like, what, 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 what should I listen to? And I think it's um, an important part of the, the Christian diet should be consuming um, sermons that are Christ-centered and gospel-focused, and um, I think that is an important part of our growth. And so, I mean, I'd love to share a couple things, and I, I wrote down my top 10 sermons, so I'm just going to go through this list, and um, I'm going to share them on in the give you the link if you want to check it out. Um, but uh, yeah, I think um, if you ever watch Watch Mojo, <laughs> they they do this thing of like number ten, and I'll probably just do the same thing and just kind of talk you through each one, and uh, I'll keep it short. But uh, yeah, before we begin, um, an important thing to realize when you're listening to sermons, uh, Brian Chapel in his book. Uh, on exposition and um, preaching. It's pretty much just the textbook for preaching. Like people just use this. And he says, like, how can you tell if a sermon is Christ-centered? How, how do you know that? And he answers by saying, when you leave the sermon, are you relying on your own strength? Or are you relying on God and his strength? And I think that's the one thing you can just ask yourself after you leave. Is this something that's telling me to work harder, try harder, or to rely on Jesus and what he's done for us. And that's the the motivation we have. And so that's an important thing to ask yourself. All right, now let's get in this list. So number 10, we have Matt Chandler, and he has this sermon on the response of faith, which is repentance. And I think this is an important topic that sometimes can be hard for people to understand, uh, repentance. And you can't like he starts off by saying, like, you can't be enough. He starts with the gospel. You can't measure up enough. I mean, you won't, if your goal is to be, you know, super chiseled or whatever. And the whole idea of this is, like, he's saying, like, he's always combating the the prosperity gospel, which says, like, you have to be, um, like, the God came to make you healthy or wealthy or or any of these things. And, but he says it's, it, it's, in response to receiving God's love, it changes us, and it's not to make us uh, a more, you know, what we want, but what God wants in us, and God wants to sanctify us and wants to grow us, and um, it's a part of our repentance. And I think he clarifies it, which this can be a confusing topic. So number nine, we got John Piper on a sermon called How Our Suffering Glorifies God, and this is a, a short sermon that he gave, and I think he just does a, a good job of showing you, just like, he uses relevant stories in today's world, which shows us, like, how the gospel speaks to it, and he says that suffering is used by God. Whenever John Piper gets in front of an arena of young people, he always goes off, and so I think I really um, like this one. Uh, number eight, we have Max Stiles. So I actually got to meet Max Stiles 
in person once and I asked him a couple, it was a group of people and it was at a conference and we got to ask him some questions. And so I think when he was talking, you just see how much he loves God. He's a, he's so kind and genuine and he just wants you to love the gospel. He wants you to share it with others. And so this um, sermon was part of the cross conference and it's called prophets, the need for repentance. And so he has a great life. He kind of shares it in this, that he lives like 20 miles outside of where the um, Islamic ISIL is. And so I think he, you can see that like this guy um, knows a lot. He lives out the Christian life. And um, yeah. So number seven, we have Kevin DeYoung. And so I think Kevin DeYoung is very entertaining and it, which shouldn't be the primary focus, but it makes it relatable. And he talks about the fairness or fairness or grace. You know, it's like, is grace fair and all these things. And I think um, I, I really enjoy this one. And he just shows how it, grace magnifies God, even though it does seem unfair. Number six, we have David Platt. And so I know a lot of people that like David Platt. And, um, and this was at the, the T4G conference. And he gave a really moving message on um, martyrdom and, you know, for the, um, uh, admission and why reformers died in order to, yeah, like why they died and like how we can live in our day. And so this is, it's really good for the sake of showing us it's not earning God's favor, but the gospel was so sweet to these people that stood for truth that they were willing to die for it. And that is a reason why we have a lot of, um, gospel truths that we have today, like literally people would die to say that communion isn't actually the body of Jesus and the the wine isn't actually his blood. And um, it, people died for these truths. Um, and so he ties in Psalm 51 and you're like, why does, what does Psalm 51 have to do with people dying for their faith? And I think it's, um, yeah, you got to listen to it because he, he does a great job. And um, I really like Psalm 51. Number five, we got Paul Washer. And I think Paul Washer um, is just great because he spends so much time with God. The sermon's called Pray and Be Alone with God. Um, pretty simple. And he just says that Jesus was a man of prayer. He lived a life of prayer. And if he was God himself, how much more should we be dependent on God? And um, he just talks about we do what we love and Jesus loved to pray. He would steal away just the same way that, you know, if we really like to go shopping, we're going to kind of sneak away to go shopping, you know, or whatever. And um, he just says that um, we should be sneaking away to be with God. And number four, we have Mark Dever, the need for a slow affirmation and the dangerous allure of speed. And so I think this is a thing that we face in the Christian church today. A lot of people have to um, feel like they have to make some big impact, do some big event. And he's saying it's like, no, it's the Christian life is slow and it just takes time and these things aren't going to happen at once. And it's important that we um, persevere um, through this. And he gives great perspective. Number three, Vodi Bakum, Dude, I love this one. It's on brokenness. It's on Psalm 51. And this one, when I listened to it, I was just exploring Vody Bakum. I don't really listen to a lot of him. He's kind of apologetics guy. And he started, um, as he speaks, you just see it's like, wow, it makes you love Psalm 51 and how uh, deep it speaks to the Christian life. And he says that brokenness is the off-ramp. So if repentance is going one way on the interstate and then um, then you're going the other way. So, you know, you got to do 180. He's saying that brokenness is the off-ramp 
for repentance. And he talks about Psalm 51, and I really like this one. Number two, Tim Keller. Man, who doesn't love Tim Keller? Um, he's just so great and irrelevant, and he speaks to the culture in New York City. And I think he's always attacking doubters, and he's saying like um, how we can stand for truth. And um, he's very, he has a great mind. Like he's a really smart dude, and I which I really appreciate about him. And the this sermon though is like one of the best ones by him in my opinion. The guy that leads me, he he's always talking about this one. He like had us watch it a couple times and you know rewatch it or whatever. And the whole idea is the gospel is delight and not duty. And so he says that advice equals burdens and the gospel equals freedom. So if you are seeing the gospel as a burden, you don't actually have the gospel because the gospel is delight, not duty. And it just changes how you look at the Christian life. And um, it really does. Um, it, it is so gospel focused. And he says at the beginning, he's like, yeah, like, why did I title it this? Because every sermon should be every week, every day should be lived out like that, that it's um, delight and not duty. Number one, we have John Piper boasting in the cross. And the, so this is his famous seashells, seashells sermon. And he starts off and he's saying, um, <laughs> he brings this news article um, in this paper and he's like, this is the American dream. And he like, these people live their lives out, you know, collecting seashells. They're retired. And he's, and it paints the picture as like, they're living the life. And he's like, <laughs> he gets so fired up and he's like, that's a waste of a life. <laughs> and then he goes into sharing about these other people that gave their lives for the gospel and how much more sweeter that was. And so you know, this is pretty much how he starts off the book, Don't Waste Your Life. And he uses Acts 20, 24, which I, and Galatians 2, 20. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And um, this is a beautiful truth that we can live by. And um, yeah, he says like, you don't have to have a high IQ or a high EQ. You don't have to be strong. Um, you don't have to know a lot of things to make a difference for the Lord. But you do have to know a few things and be willing to live for them and die for them. So I, I love that, um, and I think um, if you want any of these resources, I'll leave them in the description. Check them out and enjoy them on your own or, or whatever. Share them with a friend, and I'd love to hear what you guys have. Is there any uh, favorite sermons that you have? What what do you like listening to? Is there any um, worship music that you like listening to? I love to hear that type of stuff. Um, a bonus sermon that I didn't mention, I couldn't find it. <laughs> I tried searching everywhere, but Jeff Weibel gave a talk at Ignite on Jonah. And it, I love this. Like Jonah is like a really relevant story. It really sticks out in your mind. It was created that way. It was written that way to show us really a, a huge point. And the point is that we are Jonah, that we, um, <laughs> you look at us like, wow, Jonah, why'd you do this? And you realize that. Uh, I am Jonah. And uh, yeah, so I couldn't find it. Jeff Weibel did a great job on that. And um, um, so if anyone knows where that's at, send it to me. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thanks for listening, guys. I don't really have anything else to say, but um, yeah, just keep trusting God, bro. <laughs>